Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from MacBlue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> Welcome to Democracy-ish. I'm Torre. And I'm Danielle Moody. And I think we are more triggered than normal. There is a lot of pain going on. We have the Amy Cooper situation that we have to mm-hmm. dig through. We have the George Floyd situation that we have to dig through. Yep. We originally thought that we were going to talk about Joe Biden. That has suddenly become saying you ain't black if you don't vote for me. That suddenly did that happen last the, year? The, the, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's like third issue at best. Um, I am super triggered and hurt and in pain around the Amy Cooper situation, and that's a situation where a white woman got caught mm-hmm. weaponizing her privilege mm. we should be more upset about the thousands and thousands of times that white women weaponize their privilege against black men brown men black women brown women and didn't get caught because there but for the grace of god Christian Cooper happened to be recording the whole thing, happened to not have the cops roll up very quickly, and pretty much every black man wearing a bicycle helmet in the next 20 minutes in that general area of Central Park Would have been is just lucky against, to God yeah. yeah, that the cops didn't show up and, you know, arrest him. I mean, like, an hysterical phone call, like the one that she performed— because she did it in three different octaves, right? The first one was a normal toad, and then she stepped it up, and then she went into full, crazy, screaming, he is attacking me right now mode when he was about 12 feet away from her. Do you think that white women get that alone? Sorry, in school? That, <laughs> that, alone that alone is enough to get somebody thrown in prison. That alone. It's, I mean, enough to get somebody thrown in prison. That alone is enough to get somebody shot. Like, let's just let's killed. let's think about the 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 image that you just laid out, right? We know that Tamir Rice was playing on a playground, and the police didn't even bother to get out of the car before they opened fire on him, right? right? So you right. have right. this. You have a call 
right? A call that is logged. Hysterical white woman, right? Black man is threatening me. If the cops had rolled up, you think they would have rolled up calmly and saying, sir, you know, what? oh, what's the disturbance here? The fuck have we ever seen that happen as it relates to black people? Never. They come up with their guns locked and loaded, ready, ready to bust a cap. Like they roll up like gangsters on black people. That's what the cops do. Right. Because white privilege, part of what you get is the presumption of innocence, Mm -hmm. the benefit of the doubt, the assumption that you are right. Mm -hmm. And Amy knew all of that. It may not have been conscious, but it was in her soul that all I have to say is that a black man is threatening me, threatening my life. She told him, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell them a black man is threatening my life. She knew all I have to do is say that script and I will have all the power in the world over you. And you know what's what's so troubling, right? Because, and you know that I don't like to degrade women and, and call names and everything, but I'm angry. So that bitch went on CNN and said Mm. that she was scared, right? Mm. As I was watching, as I was watching the video, did that bitch look scared to you as she was strangling her dog to death, right? Like as she she was hanging her dog by the collar and rolling up aggressively towards Mm. Christian. Did she seem scared to you? I mean, how many cops have we heard say that they shot Mm-hmm. A teenager, fear for my life. An un- f- feared for my life. Feared for my life. White, f- white fear mm-hmm. is the co- and 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 when I say that, I see it in quotes mm-hmm. because it is performed white fear. Yes. Because in no way was Amy actually afraid Mm-mm. of Christian Cooper. There's no way that these cops who train, who lift weights, who get ready for the moment of confrontation and have those moments all the time find themselves completely in fear no. of black bodies all the time. If you are that afraid a new job. of black bodies, you know, you need therapy. But you should, and but, I don't but even for, say that in a, in a, a flippant job. way. But here's the thing. This you is, should, this I mean, is, you absolutely should get a new job. Right, because here's the thing. This is, the, but what pisses me off about Amy Cooper and all of the Amy Coopers, right? Um, what pisses me off about them is she knew what she was doing. She knew totally. the script. It is as if, right, you get pulled aside in elementary school or in high school or at whatever point in your white life and you get told, just in case, you know, shit pops off or you want to get back at somebody. If you're a white woman, you should say, he raped me, right? How many How many mm. stories? Do you know, remember? I don't even know. But do you remember Oprah? This is way long ago. Interviewing this young black man who was thrown in jail because he was dating a, a white girl. Who the fa- And the father, her father, did not like that. They were 16 and 17, and he was thrown in jail for statutory rape, Mm. facing years, right? White people know the script. They know that they can, white women, they can yell rape, right? And get a a black man killed. They can say, I felt unsafe. I felt threatened. I feared for my life. It's all the same 
fucking script. Nothing is new. I mean, so that's what pisses me off when we get, if we even make it into a courtroom, it's that like, why are you looking at this judge as one particular incident? It's the same fucking thing. I mean, we're absolutely right to link this to Emmett Till. Yeah. Because that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. A little boy who probably was not whistling at her, Mm-mm. right? That's the legend, right? He may have said something. He was a 14-year-old boy. He was not flirting with this 21-year-old woman. But that's what she said. And that led to him being brutally murdered. Mm -hmm. And nothing has changed. Nothing. Amy Cooper did the same thing. She just got caught. And what about all the situations where somebody didn't have video, where the cops came quickly? How many times would we believe, well, surely he, I mean, you know, part of the thing with Christian is he is, this story has everything, right? Mm-hmm. He is the perfect black man. He went to Harvard. He is on the board of the Audubon Society, right? Like he is gentle. He maintains his calm at an almost superhuman rate while she is approaching him. She's attacking him. She's verbally assaulting him. I mean, like, I can only imagine how offended I would be if somebody said, I'm going to call the police and tell them that you are threatening my life. I would be scared to hell. Maybe I should run away because I don't need that energy. Now I'm running. You know what? Why are you running? You know what gets me, though? So we we constantly, you know, not constantly, but during this particular engagement that was caught on film. Um. We know that black people always have to be exceptional, always have to be perfect, mm. right? And Christian just so happened to be like a model human being, right? But Mark Lamont Hill tweeted this, and it got me like to my core. And he said, we cannot buy into the perfect victim narratives yeah. circulating about Christian Cooper. Yes, there is something satisfying about him being a Harvard grad who clearly contradicts racist stereotypes, but we should not have to be extraordinary to avoid being killed by the state. That's right. That's right. And I think about that because, you know, let's go back to Trayvon Martin. Right. And the way that Fox News and the conservative right wing tried to paint him as a fucking thug. This is a kid that had gone to fucking space camp. How many thugs you know go to space camp? Right? Well, the thing about the, the thing about Trayvon that really struck me is that they were smart enough to flood media with photographs that Im, that won the immediate war over his image. There's a picture of him in his football uniform. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of him skiing. There's a picture of him on the horse. This is in the first week of this becoming a national story. So People who are wondering, like, oh, is this some thug who got shot? Like, well, let's see. Here's a boy who's on a horse, and he's skiing, and he plays football. Right, and was, so and clearly, was, in, and was living in a gated community. Hmm. So he must not. So then he gets the. But this is the effort that we have to make to get the presumption of innocence. And Mark and you are absolutely right that we should not have to have this because white people walk around with the presumption of innocence and assuming that we are wrong and we have to prove to them 
that we're in the right place, that we don't deserve their ire, that we don't deserve their revenge. Because that's what Amy was doing. Mm -hmm. She was taking revenge on him. How dare you check me? How dare you question my authority and my place in the pecking order above yours, black man? And I will take revenge on you stepping out of your place Mm -hmm. and show you who's more powerful in this situation. And she, God, don't ever tell me there's not a white race card. Because she pulled out her white race card and said, hello, I am white. I need service. I mean, that's pretty, like, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, people, this is what Karening is, right? These mm. fucking incidents of 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 the Karens deciding that they they don't only pull out their whiteness though, Torre. They pull out their the supposed virtue and femininity of white mm. women, right? So mm. when we talk about like the pecking order in 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 the white supremacist structure that we are all imprisoned in, right? The idea of white women as pure, right? As virtuous, as mm-hmm. as the prize. Mm-hmm. Has White been sold has been has been sold to us throughout history. Has been sold to us since the beginning. You put black women naked on fucking slave blocks, right? Because we're mm. because we're inhuman. You rape us in the fucking field, right? Because we're animals. But this this is what you hold up as the trophy. This is what white men will kill for, will lynch for, will burn down buildings for, will blow up churches for, will walk in like Dylan Roof and shoot nine people because you're raping our women. It it drives me crazy because she can't pretend that she didn't know her power in that moment. She knew what the shrieking voice of a white woman does on the other side of a 911 call. And I'm telling you, Jamel Hill is a person who made the link uh, and said, you know, we have this image of George Floyd dead, right? Cops, Mm. knee on his neck. And Jamel Hill said, this is what Amy Cooper hoped would happen to Christian. Right. That's that's this is it's a thin fucking line. That is exactly where I was going next. And Jamel's quote, Mm. her tweet really hit deeply for me because that's what Amy knew Mm -hmm. could and should happen. And that the and the lies Mm. continue The police said he was resisting arrest. We just saw another camera from a local restaurant that showed he was not resisting arrest. And the impulse in this country to believe the word of the police as gospel is insane. If you know a fact because the police told you X happened, you know nothing. We cannot believe what the police say about what they did any more than. Any person walking around and the police lie all, all the, the fucking time. time. And the image of four of them Jesus. kneeling on George Floyd for a long period of time is deeply painful to me. It hurt so much. It is, so, he's so calmly, what's his name? Darren. I, I, Darren is his first name. I don't even remember what his last name is. Kneeling on his neck 
And of course, he's got a hat at home. This is true. Yes. That says, make white great again. Yeah. And this, this, of course do you he understand? does. So let me just, you know, when those fucking um, Trump spawn, they go on these wildlife trips where they're not actually hunting. They go into places and animals are brought out for them, sedated so mm. that they can shoot and feel powerful because that's how small of a human being that they are, right? They what did he used a sharpshooter to go shoot a sheep, right? Like a rare sheep. This is so that they can hang this shit on their wall. Do you know what I'm saying? Our bodies, our dead bodies are their trophies. Right? That did, did that man look scared to you? Did that officer look like he was fearing for his life? No, no he looked fucking no. proud in that well, moment. He, he he did look like the look you have when you are posing beside big game that you've shot. Yep. Look, we got this elephant, yep. we got this lion, and we're kneeling by it. And I mean, like the dehumanization, the insistence on supremacy, right? The use of white power in both of these situations is extraordinary. And yeah, the four of them got fired, and maybe they'll be brought up on charges. They haven't been yet, but maybe they will. But that's secondary because all this points out is how many times did somebody die in police custody and there was no video and we'll never know. Sandra Bland. They weren't resisting arrest. Freddie Gray. Come on. You know, it, it, I mean, like. It, I just, you know, I. So since this has happened, protests have broken out in Minneapolis. Another split screen image for folks listening are people protesting the death of an unarmed man, broad daylight. By the way, that officer was kneeling on his neck for over five fucking minutes. Seven. Okay, seven minutes. Seven Seven minutes. How is that police procedure? It is not. It is not police procedure. But you see these images of tear gas, right? Rubber bullets, all of this shit. Then, split shot, fucking white people with AR-15s running up on cops, screaming in their face. Where was the fucking tear gas then? Where was the rubber Mm. bullets? Where were the arrests, right? Why didn't anybody call that a mob or a riot? Mm. And they are armed. Mm. We are not even allowed to protest the death of our own. We're just supposed to continue to take it. Right? You kill us with your capitalist structure that has us living in poverty and in ghettos and like being the first responders, but you don't give a fuck about our lives. Right? Reopen the economy on our backs. And then on top of that, you, you, they, I mean, the ways in which white supremacy kills us. It's amazing any of us make it to adulthood. I mean, the number of videos that I have in my head is insanely painful. And to add George Floyd to 
Tamir Rice, Walter Scott, Sandra Bland, Alton Sterling, Philando Castile, mm. Mm. Laquan McDonald, <laughs> Eric Garner. All these I could just call up at a moment's notice. All of these, I think everyone listening can just call up. What is What deep pain in the soul is it having on us that we have all these black snuff films in our mind all the time? On loop. You know, I was having this conversation and uh, with another friend of mine, and I don't know how to say it. A lot of my black friends, right, are, you know, like us, like in, you know, in the work, uh, activists, authors, academics, you know, uh, covering black life, black culture, American, America, democracy, all of it, right? And all of us find different ways to sedate ourselves. And I don't even think that we, we don't even readily talk about the trauma that we are holding mm. on to on a day-to-day basis. What it means for you just to list out all of those names. And as you're listing them, right, for me, and I'm sure for everybody listening, the images flash, right, in our minds. We hold on to trauma on a cellular level. And the amount yeah. of sedation that we have to do, whether it's through alcohol, if it's through weed or what have you, marijuana should be free for black people. <laughs> right? Because it's it because it's it's for, for many people, it is the way that they get through. Why? Because existing in our skin is fucking hard. After each and every single one of those videos, of those murders, of the hashtags, of the names, we're all expected to work. We're all expected, right? To just, oh, take a moment and then keep it pushing. I can't tell you the amount of times that I've had people say to me, you know, before COVID, when we were actually out connecting with one another, oh, what's wrong? Why? Oh, you seem like you're in a mood today. Oh, I don't fucking know. Because I won the mm. lottery. I'm still alive. But so-and-so is now a hashtag. <sighs> Brianna Taylor. Couldn't be in her own home, right? Brianna Couldn't be asleep Taylor. in her own bed. Thank goodness her boyfriend was exonerated for shooting back at the police who rolled up in the house. Shooting. Oh, my bad. Wrong address. The fuck? You don't and knock on the door and say back. we have a warrant? Like, what? What? I want to take a minute and the time we have left to talk about the issue that was number one on our list until a couple of days ago. Like literally two days. Wanted- <laughs> like literally two days. <laughs> two days ago. Like that we wanted to talk about Joe Biden and his interview with Charlemagne, uh, where he said, you know. If you are not sure about voting for me, then you ain't black. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Which, which is not going to cost him one single vote. No. It's not going to bring one single vote to Trump. It's a gaffe. He shouldn't have said it. But most black people say the same shit. Yeah. So what are we talking about? I don't know what we're talking about. And also, 
Why did we spend days on it when Donald Trump has called African nations shithole countries? Why the fuck mm. are we talking about this? Like, I, so here's the thing. I had, um, I, I, I did a did a, another interview and I was, and somebody brought up to me and they said, you know, what I hate about now, just the here <laughs> that we are living in, is this mm. false equivalency. Why is it that Joe Biden is held up to the held up to um the former the old ideas of what a politician was supposed to be but the media just allows donald trump to say and tweet and do whatever the fuck he wants right like where was the energy where's the energy for the things that come out of donald trump's mouth and out of his twitter fingers that are completely and totally racist right like why is it we always as democrats need to unpack what Joe Biden said. Yeah, it was fucking stupid. He shouldn't have said it. He got too comfortable. He like, I'm stopping the fucking cookout invites like it's done. OK, you have one black friend. That does not mean that, like, you're in for life. I just I don't I, I just don't I, I don't that, understand why Joe Biden has to be held to the standards of yesteryear. But Donald Trump gets Trump to be treated as a perpetual adolescent at the ripe old age of 70, 100. <laughs> you know, I mean, even to the fact that the things that Trump says pretty much on a daily basis are hurtful, mm -hmm. are offensive, are oppressive, mm -hmm. are meant to otherize and lift up whiteness and centralize whiteness. What Joe Biden said, if we're really going to fixate on that for another 10 seconds, was merely to point out that he's a complete white supremacist racist. You have a problem making a decision between the two of us. Now, some people have pointed out like, well, Joe, you are the author of the crime bill. So we do have to talk. Correct. And Charlemagne's point ultimately was, what are you going to do for black people? And the notion that we need to get something out of the deal. We can't just show up and give Joe our votes because Trump is a monster. We deserve more than that. I think that's a really valuable notion. Mm -hmm. And for some people, that means they want a black VP. They want a black uh, Supreme Court justice. Other people are saying, I want to talk about reparations. I want to talk about marijuana legalization. I want to talk about uh, the end of the war on drugs, you know, support for HBCUs. There are many things that we can talk about. I want overt policy proposals. Correct. That will matter to black people, not just we're going to make Obamacare the law of the land and end the back and forth around it, which will have a disproportionate impact on black and brown communities. Fine. But we need built black people have given Joe Biden specific support from Obama to Jim Clyburn, to black and brown voters throughout the South and the Midwest that propelled him to this nomination, the spot where he is now. I don't, I personally, we may disagree. I don't need a black VP. I need policies that matter to black people to be part, a big part of Joe Biden's agenda. Let me ask you a question though. 
Because this is one thing that sticks out for the interview for me. And I agree with everything you said. I want I want policies, right? I, I don't want fluff. I don't want jokes. I don't want wisecracks. I don't want bullshit, right? I'm done with that. We're living in Dante's Inferno. I'm fucking over it. <laughs> um, but there's one thing that did stick out to me that did rub me the wrong way, which is when Charlemagne was pushing Biden on the crime bill the same way that he was pushed on the debate stage, right? Several months ago. What do you think is wrong with white men when they are unable to say that they did something wrong? This is the thing that I see that actually is similar between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, is that when Charlemagne said, you know, Hillary Clinton came on the show and she said that had she had the opportunity to do the crime bill again, she would have do, do things differently. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden's response he, to that was she, was, she wrong. was wrong. And I'm saying she was wrong for having perspective, right? Allowing hindsight to be 2020. Oh, we were mm-hmm. dealing with this in 1994. We didn't think about the repercussions in 2004, right? And like and 2014 and so on and so forth as the decades progressed, Right. Like, what is it about Joe Biden that doesn't allow him to be like, yeah, you know what? Using the lens, the racial lens of today, it's a fucked up bill. And I and when I become president, I plan on fixing our criminal justice system that has been irrevocably broken. How hard is that? You know, I think part of what we're getting from Joe is the amorphous campaign. I am all things oh, to all God. people. Don't Buddha Dutch not. I can't. No, but <laughs> no, but I mean, like, that's how I felt where about Buddha No, but I mean, he is. I knew exactly what Bernie was about. Like it or not, I could run down Bernie's proposals. This is what Bernie is about. Joe has always been about competence, dignity, nice guy, good guy. I care about people like you, which is an incredibly important uh, metric. He cares about people like me. Sure. That sort of thing gets people elected. But to take a strong position on this is what I believe about the crime bill now, this is what I'll do in office, that does not strike me as what Joe wants to be doing because he wants to be amorphous. He wants to be all things to all people. And like, look, as... Uh, I, I like to have a str- a candidate come down on a stronger point, but perhaps to win an election that is nationwide, that is multi-generational, that is, you know, you, to, to, as a Democrat, you have to form a multi-racial coalition. Mm-hmm. You have to be a little more vague than someone like Trump, who's pretty much speaking to a singular demographic. Yeah, well, you know, the the the, the problem here is that I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? And like, I agree with Diddy and the rest who are saying, you know what? It's time for you to earn our fucking votes. Right? Yeah. And I'm I'm over it. I don't. Yeah. It's a multiracial coalition. But here's the thing. We have never once as a party decided that we are going to create policies for the most marginalized of us. Because we know that Mm. when the least of us succeeds, we all succeed. Right. But Mm -hmm. it's the straddling that the Democratic Party has done because they never want to ruffle the feathers of white America because they know innately majority of them fucking racist. 
right? Why else wouldn't you want health care? Why do you think that we are in the coronavirus crisis that we are in and don't have the social safety nets that other countries have? Because they are homogeneous. We are not. So the idea that white people have to wrap around, oh, wait a minute, this is going to go to me and the black person down the street and who's, the Latinx who's person? Lazy. Who's lazy? They don't work as hard as me. So you know what? I they don't want health care either. I never asked for help. I never got help. I didn't jump the line, right? I am the Central American who worked hard, pulled myself up by my bootstraps, that meaningless phrase. I did it all by myself. Why should they have help? They are lazy. Mm. They lack character. They don't work hard like I do. You they know, don't. They ask for favors. This, I, I don't. Tell you. It is the amazing lie of white supremacy that white people have been able to tell us all of this shit in this country, right? When was the last time you saw black people roll up and murder a white person in broad daylight? When was the last time you watched a white man get the last breaths choked out of him on fucking camera? When was the last time Right. That you watched a black, a, a, a white girl get thrown to the ground by police officers in a bathing suit for having a party at a pool. Mm. When was the last mm. time that mm. we have seen the, the viciousness and the rage that we have watched rain down on the black community on the hands of white people? And they call us savages. Get the fuck out of here. Mm. Mm. Like, you cannot. How are you telling me that I am lazy when my ancestors are the ones that built this country? When you, when the people that are dying are on the front lines right now because we're expendable. Because we're the ones that are bringing your food, cooking your food, cleaning up after you, doing X, Y, but we're the ones that are lazy? Fuck you. Mm. We've allowed the perpetuation of this lie for too fucking long and never Call them out. When was the last time you saw images of black bodies, of white bodies hanging from trees with black people having a picnic around it? Come on. Come on. Like, it's just, it's just too much. It's too much. The lie is too big. It is crumbling. Because no one should believe that anymore. You just can't. There are too many pictures, there's too many images, and there's too many videos. And what concerns me most every time we watch one of these is what we don't see, Torre. What isn't caught on video? Mm. Because if that is the kind of savagery that we do see, can you imagine what we don't? I mean, would we have ever, as New Yorkers, would we have ever have learned Ahmaud Arbery's name Mm -mm. if there wasn't a video. Nope. No. A suspected burglar was shot and killed by local citizens. They deserve a medal for protecting their community. They didn't wait for the government to do it for them. They took care of themselves. Good for them. Mm. Would we have ever have heard of Alton Sterling's name? Mm -hmm. Or Philando Castile's name if there wasn't video. So 
How many thousands of these? How many times every day does some white woman go Amy Cooper? Does some freaking cop go George Floyd on somebody? How many times? How many Trayvons are there? How many Eric Garners are there that we've never even heard of? The numbers, the ones we know are the extreme minority. Yeah. And that, to me, is what is sickening. America is suffering from two pandemics, I tweeted this week, two. Because racism is a virus that we have allowed Mm -hmm. to spread through everything and everywhere, touch every system, every infrastructure, every part of our society. My favorite quote, what is it, is that when people think that when you're protesting against racism, that you're protesting against America because it's so embedded in it. Mm. Mm. I I just, you know, this country no, is you sick. Are de- it's me- sick. The fact is that when you protest against racism, you are demanding America live up to what it claims to be. Mm. And when you look back through the history, it is black people demanding their freedom and thus demanding America live up to its promises to all its people and actually be the America that it claims to be. And we are doing that today. There is a civil rights movement. We are more awake. We are more impassioned. We are more on the attack than we have ever been. In the last 40 years, there was an incredible movement right before we were born. And then there was nothing for a while. And now there's another incredible, powerful movement that is trying to make a difference. (sighs) But we still have ways to go. Mm -hmm. Ain't that the truth? I do not feel better (laughs) no (laughs) i don't (laughs) after laying all that out i actually feel worse sorry listeners (laughs) i'm glad that we had this time to share the pain and the triggering that we feel uh yeah yeah wow it's a lot it's a lot lot. every day every day Do you know this has only been the past few weeks? I just want to remind people. Like, this this all didn't happen in, like, a couple of months or even, like, a year. It's been weeks. Like, 2020 has been, like, 10 years long. <laughs> it's only six months old. Thank you for listening to Democracy-ish. I'm Torre. And I'm Danielle Moody. And we will be back next week. I don't if- know. <laughs> If there is a country, and I don't even know if I want it. I may change countries, y'all. Maybe we may be doing democracy-ish from Jamaica. Holla at you, girl. We, we, we... <laughs> oh, my God. Let's talk about it. Then it's like foreign policy. Let's talk about America. <laughs> right. That, that country over there. The country over there as we're sipping our cocktails. That's fine. Oh, my God. All right. Pray about it. Pray about it. Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from Mac Blue about the people at the center of progress. 
Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities. Healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country. Immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun. And candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 